Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ with our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. Keep you on the ground 
If your heart tells you to, then who are you to question it? Shine. If the world gets you down, don't be afraid to wrestle it. Have your whole life ahead of you Come and make a mess of it Shine If your heart tells you to Then who are you to question it? Who are you to question it? It is now the time of our service where we have a prayer confession, and I need to confess something to you. My name is Charles, and I sin. I make mistakes. I fall short. I don't always get it right. I stumble. My name is Charles, and I sin. We may not say that directly all the time, but during this moment in our service is an opportunity for us to collectively and communally and individually acknowledge that we are not perfect, and we are not fooling anyone. Let us pray as we confess our sins. God, the creator of all, we call you omnipotent, all-powerful, yet we struggle to let go and let you lead the way. We call you omnipresent, ever-present, yet we don't acknowledge you throughout our day. We call you omniscient, all-knowing, Yet, we go through our feeble attempts to hide our faults and failures. We have become so self-absorbed and wrapped up in what we think, what we want, what we can do, that we have failed to experience the true freedom and glory of your power, presence, and knowing. Please forgive us. And as we sit in silence, give us the patience and will to sit in silence not asking, not petitioning, not requesting. Just sit in silence to be still and know that you are God. Hear our silent prayer. i 
Family and friends, nothing can separate us from the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ. Not our shortcomings, our self-criticisms, our failings, or our mistakes. Nothing. In the name of Jesus, we are forgiven. Let us go and forgive one another. Amen. This morning's scripture lesson comes from the Hebrew Bible, Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6. Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6. And in keeping with our theme this summer, focusing on some characters in the Bible that we don't normally focus on, we found another one for today's message. Exodus 32, verses 1 through 6. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Aaron said to them, take off the gold rings that are on the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them, formed it into a mold, and cast an image of a calf. And they said, and they said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. They rose early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being. And the people sat down to eat, drink, and rose up to revel. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning, I'd like to take a few moments of your time and share with you a simple message. Sometimes we're Aaron, and sometimes we're people. Sometimes we're Aaron, and sometimes we're the people. If there was a theme for this message, you could probably give it these two words, peer pressure, peer pressure. And I was going to start with just that, but the more I got into this, I kept saying, sometimes we're Aaron and sometimes we're the people. Aaron is the central character of today's message. Aaron. I don't know how much you know about Aaron, so I'm going to share some of his bio with you. If Aaron had a LinkedIn page, I would have went on it last night and downloaded a few things to share with you today. And, and I pulled some interesting things from Aaron's bio that I think are worthy of us mentioning today. Aaron was the brother of Moses. You know Moses. Aaron was, his bro Aaron was his older brother. 
So Aaron is the older brother of Moses. Check that. That's pretty good. Okay. Aaron's name, Aaron's name, the Hebrew or origin of his name means mountain of strength. So remember that. You're going to remember that later. Aaron's name, mountain of strength, Aaron. Moses, yeah, Moses was the leader, but Aaron was the spokesperson. See, they say that Aaron could speak better than Moses could. Moses didn't like talking in public. Moses had a problem talking. And so God put Aaron in place. You do the speaking. So Aaron was a spokesperson. That would look good on any resume or CV or bio. And in partnership, these two brothers, Moses and Aaron, they stood before Pharaoh to free the Israelites from bondage. The rod, the staff, if you go reading or you watch some of those old movies that was thrown on the ground that turned into a serpent, it was Aaron that threw the staff. Aaron carried that staff, performing miracles to show the power of God. Aaron, this guy we're talking about, strong bio here. Eventually, Aaron would be consecrated and anointed to be the first high priest. He was that good. Aaron, when Moses ascended to Mount Sinai, Aaron, along with her, H-U-R, was in charge of the people. Moses delegated authority. Aaron, you take care of the people. I've got to go commune with God. So Aaron, a firsthand witness to the power of God. Very important, firsthand witness. Nobody told him. He saw it. He was there. More than a spectator, he was a participant used by God to demonstrate God's power. No one had to tell Aaron of the miracles, the power, and the intentions. He was there. If there was an inner circle of knowledge and awareness, Aaron was in it. If there was an executive committee of this board, Aaron was on it. If there was a private session, Aaron was there. He knew it. If there was VIP parking, Aaron got it. Aaron was not left out. He knew what was going on. Now remember, I told you, Moses ascended Mount Sinai, gone for about 40 days. He delegates authority to Aaron and leaves Aaron over the people while Moses is talking to God about the covenant and the tablets. Well, Moses is still on the mountain when we join the scripture where it is right now. Now let me read it again. Knowing that, Moses is still on the mountain. We know about Aaron's track record. Now, listen to the scripture again. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, come, come, make gods for us who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Aaron said to them, take off the gold rings that are on your ears of your wives and your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them, formed it in a mold and cast an image of a calf. And they said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. Aaron did that. They rose early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to revel. They had a good time. They celebrated. Oh, I forgot to mention something when I told you about Aaron's bio earlier. I left a very important part out. 
Aaron was the person that built the golden calf. I didn't tell you that part. He left that off his LinkedIn page. Nobody needs to know that part of it. Aaron left that off. He made the calf. He made the idol that the people worshiped as a god. Aaron made that. God's wrath burned hot toward Aaron and toward the people. Moses' anger burned hot toward Aaron. If you keep reading in the scripture, Moses' anger burned so hot that when he descended from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant, he threw them and broke them. Moses was mad, y'all, at Aaron. Think about it. Aaron fell to the pressure of the people. The spokesperson, the mountain of strength. We didn't just give you that name, Aaron. You're the mountain of strength. Carrying the rod, working miracles, Moses' big brother. You knew and saw the power and might of God and you fell to the pressure of people. Surely Aaron, surely the person with this bio, surely having seen what he saw, having done what he did, if anyone could have remained steadfast and unmovable before the crowd, it was Aaron. If anyone could admonish the people and remind them of the grace, goodness, and mercy of God, it's got to be Aaron. If anyone could settle the people with the word of encouragement, peace, come on, y'all. Aaron's got this. If anyone could talk, remember, he was a spokesperson. Aaron was known for talking. If anyone could talk sense into the people and get them to calm down and chill, it was Aaron. Not today. Not this day. On this day, Aaron gave the people what they wanted. So disappointing. So discouraging. How could Aaron do that? We would have never done that. I don't know about you, but we would have never done that. Not us. Not us. Mm -mm -mm. Let me tell you what I would have done. Because you know, we will always do the right thing when we look back, right? Ain't no way I would have done that. God gave me that staff. I'm Moses' big brother. I'm going to be the high priest. Mm -mm, no, no. I'm standing with God all day, every day. Ain't no way. We would never do what Aaron did. Shame on you, Aaron. How come you can't be more like us? Mm, mm, mm. No way, no way would we let the people derail the credibility of our leadership. Ain't doing that. No way, no way would we let the people move us from when we know what the right thing to do is. Nope, nope, not, not us. We know we're going to hold fast. Our integrity demands that we don't always give the people what they want. We will stand with our integrity. We put value statements up on the walls in our churches and our businesses and our communities so we know we'll stand with that. We don't fall to the pressure of people. Nope, not us. Aaron could have learned something from us. There's no way, it's not even possible that we would let incoherent, inconsiderate, nonsensical roars of the crowd overtake and drown out the will of God in our lives. Mm -mm, not us. I ain't doing that. Don't know about you. I don't pay attention to that nonsense. God's got it in control. I'm following God. It's unthinkable that we would compromise the truth of God to appease the selfish interest and egotistical needs of the people. Ain't nobody doing that. Ain't doing that. No, not us. 
you know what, you know what? I cannot imagine us going along with people who pervert, twist, flip, and cut and paste scriptures to satisfy their agenda so they can sit back and revel in the shallowness of their ignorance. Can't imagine that happening. Nope. Not us, not here. We never do that. I cannot imagine after experiencing God's grace and forgiveness and mercy and seeing the power and might of God, we would stand before the crowd and remind them of God's goodness and all that God has done for them, and we would stand fast in that moment, no matter what the consequences were. We would never back down to the people as long as God is on our side. Could you imagine that? We wouldn't do that. Would we? Would we? No way we're going to let the crowd influence us. When we look back over our life and see all that God has done and brought us through, all the ways that he made a way out of no way, there's no way we would play a part in constructing a false god. There's no way we'd go along with creating and promoting figures of idolatry. We would never forget our God in the hope of pleasing the crowd. We would not do that. Or would we? Here's what I know. If it was me, if it was me, here's how the story would have went. When the people came to me, I wouldn't have backed down. I would have told somebody, go get that rod and staff I was carrying around. Where my rod at? I would have worked a miracle. I would have called on God. That's what I would have done. At least that's the story I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Truth is, I don't know what I would have done. And you don't know what you would have done. That all sounds good, but the truth is we don't know what we would have done. Sometimes we're Aaron, and sometimes we're the people. Sometimes we're Aaron, and sometimes we are the people. See, it's easy to judge Aaron right now. For years I have heard pastors and clergy and others use this scripture to judge and criticize and condemn Aaron. What Aaron would have, could have, should have done. Aaron, how'd you let us down? And I got to admit to you, when I first looked at this, I started down that path. I started down that path. Oh, I was going to tear Aaron up, y'all. We was going to have a good time this morning. I had it in for Aaron. I mean, I was going to tell y'all everything to do to make sure you don't become Aaron. I mean, I, I laid that thing out perfectly. God said, nope, we ain't going there today. You ain't going to sit there a lot of people. So, <laughs> can't do that. We're going to get real. See, see, the truth is, the truth is, we have something in common with Aaron. Mm. hate to think about that, but we do. We got something in common with Aaron. And, and one of the things we have in common with Aaron is we have to deal with people. Anybody got to deal with people in your life? The people. We, we, we got to deal with people. And, and people are always the X factor. See, we always know what we're going to do until people show up. <laughs> We know what we're going to say until people put something forward. People are always messing up our plans. People. To right, right now, some of you got an idea what you're going to do tomorrow at staff meeting. Yeah, the people ain't in the room yet. But that's a whole other subject. We'll talk about that later. People. I want to talk about people. I'm going to talk about people today. But I got to warn you, 
before I talk about people. Do me a favor. Just turn your head. Just look around the room. Just look, look around a little bit. Look around. Look, look, look around. There's people here. <laughs> I'm going to talk about people, and there's people here. There's people here. And watch this. This may or may not pertain to anyone here, or maybe it will. I don't know. But I'm just going to talk about people because that's who's mentioned in the Scripture. Check this out. Look what I found as I looked into the Word. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, I'm going to just use that part of the scripture. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, see, we think we always know what we're going to do until we got to deal with people. Let me ask you a personal question. Have you ever had to deal with delayed people? (laughs) See, you think you know what you would do if you was Aaron. Y'all, Aaron was dealing with people who had been delayed. (laughs) See, see, have you ever had to deal with an impatient person who was delayed? Now I get real personal. Have you ever been that impatient person who was delayed? I have found that people don't like being delayed. I don't know what it is, but we just don't like that. I, I found that I have some friends, watch this, watch this, that I don't really know them until I'm in a situation where they're delayed. Something about being delayed brings a part of our personality out that we can hide pretty well. But when we get delayed, that thing can pop right out of us. Mm, mm, mm. Why is this traffic light taking so long? Some of us just have a hard time with that second. It's a second, y'all. <laughs> Watch this. Why don't they open up another line in this grocery store? <laughs> delayed. We do not like being delayed. We get irate when we get delayed. We get mad when we get delayed. We, we want what we want. And some of us are so delayed that we forget we ain't got nowhere to get to anywhere. (laughs) There's something about being delayed that can bring out a part of us that we just don't like. These people have been delayed for a minute, for a while, and this is just a 40-day moment where Moses is up on the mountain. They're impatient, they're probably angry, and they're tired. Aaron could probably use some of our empathy and not our judgment because Aaron is dealing with some delayed folks right now who want what they want. What would you do in that situation? Easy to judge Aaron, but what would we do? Folks are delayed. Tempers are running high. And then, check this out. The people gathered around Aaron. They gathered around Aaron. Have people ever gathered around you? What y'all doing back there? Where where y'all at? I I don't know. I, I don't like people around me. I mean... We good like this, but I don't like being surrounded by people. Come on now. Don't, don't get behind me. I want to see you. If we eat at a restaurant, I don't even like my back to the door. I want to be able to see who's coming my way. Just, just don't, no, don't be over my shoulder. I don't like that. The people got around him. They surrounded Aaron. And when, I've learned when people gather around you, they don't gather from a distance. They start to get closer. So not only are they gathering, they're getting closer, and they're probably getting louder. So imagine you, Aaron, now. The people are around you. They've been delayed. They're impatient. They're getting closer. They're getting louder. And it's, okay, everybody just back up a little bit. What would you do? I'm sure this was not an orderly process. I'm sure the people were not observing Robert's rules of order right now. (laughs) I'm sure they weren't. This is the moment when I realized, y'all, I got some empathy for Aaron. (laughs) I got some compassion for Aaron. I don't know how is Aaron dealing with this. What are you going to do with the delayed people 
who are getting loud and getting closer and gathered around you. What you going to do? Aaron said to them, take off the gold rings that are on your ears, of your, on the ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. Did Aaron get fed up? I don't know. Did Aaron give in? Some could call it that. You ever been fed up with people before? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. See, see, I, I want to believe that Aaron tried to make God's case before the people. I, I want to believe that he tried to say something to get them to relax. Uh, but the scripture doesn't mention that. And, and now I have to imagine that over this 40-day period of time, this is probably not the first time the people have come to Aaron with this request. They've probably come before. I'm sure they've come before. It's not written there. I'm not going to try to add to it. But I got to assume, I got to think, this ain't the first time. They, they've come before with this request. And each time they come, they get closer they get louder every time, and they keep coming. And they, have people ever kept coming to you for something? And they keep coming, and they, they're wearing them down. They vex, vex your spirit. They keep coming. Aaron gave them what they wanted. Moment of real honesty here. Have you ever done something that you know the people didn't really need, but you got tired of hearing their mouths, so you gave it to them? Mm. You've been in that situation before? This ain't really what they need, but they won't stop coming. And I'm tired. And as a leader, at this point, watch it, as a leader, I'm lonely. My brother is gone. He ain't back. Yeah, her is with me here, but still they coming to me. They ain't going to her. What am I going to do? I'm worn out. This is that moment where people say leadership gets lonely or it gets lonely. See, I believe Aaron was through. He was done. He was tired. If he wasn't burnt out, he was surely getting worn out. That's just real. Even somebody like Aaron, who would eventually be anointed by God to be the first high priest, who performed miracles that God had endowed with him through the staff and others, Moses' big brother, even Aaron has moments where people can wear him out. Even Aaron has moments where he can be weak. Not perfect. Not perfect. I'm sure there are people here right now listening to my voice who don't like being delayed. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's someone here who has to deal with delayed people. And I'm sure there's somebody here who's caused somebody else to be delayed. Sometimes we're Aaron and sometimes we're the people. I think there are people here who have gathered around some person or some issue to voice their demands and concerns, and you got close, and you got loud, and you got angry. And I also think there's a time where you were at the center of that, and people were closing on you, and they were getting closer and louder and angry. Sometimes we're Aaron, sometimes we're the people. I believe there are people here who have gotten fed up with people, tired of dealing with people. People don't know what's good for them. I want to help, but they won't listen to me. And also the truth is, I'm sure there's somebody here like myself who's contributed, who's contributed to the feeding up and fedding up of others. No doubt about it. This lesson is not about peer pressure. It's about having empathy for the person that has to deal with peer pressure. Whether you're Aaron or the people. When you're delayed and feeling behind, remember those moments when you cause someone else's delay, and, and check this out, 
remember the relationships, the awareness, and even the beauty that crossed your path in those moments of delay that you would have missed if you kept moving too fast. I have found that sometimes in the delay, we can find beauty, we can find awareness, we can find confirmation that we would overlook. Sometimes there's purpose in the delay. Stop moving so fast. When we're in the crowd yelling at the person at the center, when we want to get louder and closer to say what we came to say, demand our attention, demand what we want to get what we came for, let's remember those moments when we were in the center. Remember those times when people assumed that we had power that we did not have, that we could make decisions that we could not make. Those moments when we had to stand in the gap and bear a burden that wasn't ours. Let us remember that. And when we're fed up with people to the point that we consider making decisions that aren't in their best interest, let's remember the times that people were fed up with us but still dealt with us in love, in concern, and in respect. Remember the people in our life that loved us so much that they protected us from ourselves. Let us remember that. Sometimes we're Aaron, sometimes we're the people. Let us seek knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to guide us through the pressure in both of those circumstances. Amen. I can't say a true thing. It's hard to be that honest. I know you're not asking. But I told you that I promised There's always two thoughts One after the other I'm alone, no you're not I'm alone, no you're not I'm alone, no you're not I'm alone, no you're not
Let us pray. God, the great creator of the universe, give us the wisdom to know when to turn to you. Give us the understanding to realize that we can't bear the burdens of life and leadership on our own. We need you. Give us the knowledge to accept that we don't know everything. Give us a heart for each other. Equip us with compassion, gentleness, and tenderness as we encounter people. Equip others with compassion, gentleness, and tenderness as they encounter us. And hear us now as we pray together the prayer your son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Sometimes we're Aaron. Sometimes we're the people. At all times, God is God. Let us remember that. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide in us henceforth, now and forevermore. Let the church say amen. 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 Go in peace.